Hey everyone, this is Amir Viadibi with the PatentLawyer.io podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the Detroit Athletic Co. decision that came down at the Federal Circuit today. In this decision, the Federal Circuit upheld a decision from the Trademark Trial and Appeal Board that refused registration of the mark Detroit Athletic Co. because of likely confusion with the mark Detroit Athletic Club. The difference here being the third word, co, versus the already registered work, club. The Detroit Athletic Co. sells sports apparel online and also at their store in Detroit. The Detroit Athletic Club is a private social club in Detroit, opened in 1887 as a place for men to meet, watch, and or participate in sporting events. Under Section 2D of the Lanham Act, a mark may be refused registration if it resembles a mark already registered and is likely to cause confusion. Likelihood of confusion is determining by examining the 13 DuPont factors. In this case, the Trademark Appeals Board considered only four of these DuPont factors, and the Federal Circuit went through their analysis in their opinion. So here's a quick summary of their opinion. So the first DuPont factor involves appearance, sound, connotation, and commercial impressions of the marks, where they're compared under these factors for similarities. The Trademark Appeals Board found both marks have three words, beginning with the same two words, Detroit Athletic, and followed by a one-syllable C word, and conjure images of sporting goods and services in connection with Detroit. Words having the same cadence when spoken weigh towards similarity. The Federal Circuit emphasized that the same two words, Detroit Athletic, is confusing because consumers will notice these two words first. As the court notes, the lead words are their dominant portion and are likely to make the greatest impression on consumers. So even though co is distinguishable from club, those words do little to alleviate the confusion and only describe the type of business entity that owns the mark. Adding endings to marks like company, inc., or partners will not usually suffice to avoid confusion. So the court then moved on to the second DuPont factor, goods and services of conflicting mark, and the, the court agreed with the board that the Detroit Athletic Club's clothing goods are very general in nature and cover all types of clothing, including the clothing clothing sold through Detroit Athletic Co.'s online and retail services. Although not identical, the goods and services sufficiently overlap, weighing in favor of a likelihood of confusion determination. Detroit Athletic Co. argued that their mark was under Class 35, whereas Detroit Athletic Club's mark was registered under Class 25. However, classification is solely for the convenience of the trademark office and bears no weight on the analysis. Detroit Athletic Co. also argued that consumers would easily distinguish between their clothing store and the Detroit Athletic Club's private social club. While true, the Federal Circuit found this to be largely irrelevant, and the analysis only focuses on goods and services described in the application compared with the goods and services set forth in the registered mark. Real-world conditions are not relevant. Next, the court turned to the third DuPont factor relating to trade channels and purchasing conditions. Detroit Athletic Club's mark has no restrictions on the channels of trade or classes of customers. Therefore, the Detroit Athletic Club's trade channels are broad enough to encompass Detroit Athletic Co.'s trade channels. 
Detroit Athletic Club unsuccessfully argued that the Detroit Athletic Club only sells clothing to its club members at their on-site gift shop. Again, real-world conditions are not relevant. Only the channels specified in the application and registration are relevant. Moreover, the Federal Circuit noted that the Detroit Athletic Club could decide to sell online or through third-party distribution channels in the future. The Federal Circuit noted that these arguments were better suited for a cancellation proceeding under Section 1068. Lastly, the court turned to DuPont factor number eight, related to time and conditions of concurrent use without actual confusion. Here, Detroit Athletic Co. presented an affidavit of a longtime customer attesting to his history of purchasing goods from Detroit Athletic Co., internet search results, and online customer reviews for both companies. The trademark appeal board found none of the evidence probative, and the Federal Circuit agreed. The affidavit did not discuss Detroit Athletic Club's mark, was only four sentences long, and lacked any suggestion of confusion between the two marks. The search results indicated that the two companies did not appear together in search results, but did not address the issue of confusion. The online customer reviews do not discuss customer experiences with both companies. Rather, they only discuss experiences with one of the two companies. So for these reasons the Federal Circuit affirmed the Trademark Appeals Board. Thanks, everyone. If you have any questions or comments, please send them my way. Thanks for listening.